0: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 018.
1: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talked like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys, so without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: Hey, baby.
1: Hey, beautiful. How are you doing? La, 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 (laughs) la, la. Getting my voice ready. Are you doing some warm-ups? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. It's that, getting my voice warm, you that, know. That's so great. How are you feeling today?
1: Hot. It's hot, right? Oh my God, it's so muggy. It's hot in here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is blistering, man. I'm, I'm just grateful that we're somewhat close to the beach because I know like where my brothers are and, you know, where we grew up, it's mm-hmm. like in the th- triple digits. I know. That's un- I wonder
1: that's what humidity humid. is. Yeah. You should check to see what humidity is because it's just so... Just sticky, yeah, sticky. We
0: we wake up and we're like, it's ten o'clock, and we want to turn our air conditioning on. No,
1: it's awful.
0: It's nuts, but it's been a good summer, though. It's been, you know, it
1: has actually.
0: It's been really nice, and now everybody's doing all like the back to school stuff. Yeah, and and of course, since I'm taking one acting class, I think that that constitutes me being able to do some back to school shopping. I posted that on Facebook and one of my friends was like, just be sure you get like some notebooks and like some three ring binders. And I was like, "Uh, I was thinking more like skinny jeans and new shoes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't, uh, you know, you got to be dressed for the red carpet. Right.
0: Right. Because I'm, you know, looking to be discovered. Except
1: your Golden Globe. (laughs)
0: You're right Oh my god So um, if you're new to the show We usually tend to to spend a little bit of time Just kind of hanging out and chatting Before we jump into the content And you know what we'll do is we'll take two weeks And we'll cover life related topics And then we'll take two weeks and cover relationship topics So we're going to do a little bit on the love topic today The
1: love board
0: yeah. Ooh, I don't even
1: do, have to dub anything That's all I know.
0: Speaking of relationships, we're um we're kind of nurturing a new relationship with a with a couple.
1: Nurturing a new relationship. I love
0: it. I did you see my text to them this morning? I was like, I really like where this relationship is going.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we told you quite a few weeks back that we were we had a first date with a new couple, you know, trying out some new friendships. Cause you know, it's it's a different game when you're, you know, in your 30s and 40s. It's like you want you you get to that point where it's like you want really rich meaningful friendships, you know? You you don't want to just waste your time doing whatever, hanging out with whoever. It's like you want um you want to really Connect to the people yeah. around you, right? So, some substance, yeah, some,
1: some meaningful conversations, people not just like minded club rats
0: because yeah. <laughs> that's totally what we used to do, right? <laughs>
1: well, I did,
0: <laughs> yeah, the, that's for another show. We'll but talk about what, all of the Mr. 80s. Smith's experience. Oh, yeah, that was the 80s, that was the 80s. This is the Cafarici's. okay? <laughs> but so, anyway, we had our second date with the Mackles um, last right. night, and so we were joking that you know now that now that we're kind of hanging out with them maybe our celebrity name would be smickles
1: smickles yeah and you know or on the Smackles. third date you got to put out right
0: well they spent the night last night so they did stay the night
1: but they said in another room
0: they said in another room That's true
1: so it doesn't, doesn't <laughs> count
0: so anyway we had a blast and we watched breaking bad which is like one of our one of our favorites and And
1: Dexter didn't record for some reason. They didn't have one this week.
0: Fucking Dex, man. I'm so bummed about that. But, you know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, that's another thing, you guys. Okay, so Mr. (laughs) Smith has has newly gotten... Uh, The entire Sopranos series on Netflix. So, and, you know, usually this is kind of like our habit. He'll start watching a series. Like, he'll do something like Boardwalk Empire, Sons of Anarchy, Dexter, something like that. And then I'm like, hmm, what's this? And then I get caught into it. And then we're, like, (laughs) obsessed with this new series. So, I haven't quite attached to The Sopranos yet. But let me tell you, okay. Obviously, Mr. Smith has an amazing voice, um, as many of you guys have commented, but he is hes a parrot. So anything he hears, and that's why I always tell you you should do voiceover like anything he hears on TV or wherever, he just like instantly repeats it, like parrot style. So now at The Sopranos, <laughs> everything is like, I'm trying to do this. Sopranos. Stop.
1: No, that's not it.
0: No, that is <laughs> most certainly not it. But he'll be like, hey, hey.
1: I'm trying to do this over here. Over here. Give me some credit.
0: <laughs> and then I love to say, "Oh, babe, I love when you speak Italian to me. What's the matter with
1: you? And one of our friends uh, pointed out, he's from New York, He said that's a New Jersey accent, not an Italian accent.
0: I believe they are Italian-Americans living in Jersey, right. though, is the deal. right? So you
1: know what my comment was? Uh, yeah. Italian, New Jersey, what's the difference? <laughs> Same thing. Same fucking thing. Same fucking thing. That's what I said.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know why that's so hilarious to us. But it really is completely degrading. It it really is, and pretty shallow. What
1: the fuck are you gonna do?
0: But but we have a good time with it. So that's what's been going on in our household, and you know, in our winding down the summer and all of our amazing shows that we're addicted to. So, but yeah, let's let's jump into some love stuff today. I love it. Oh. So this is a, a, a little blog post that I wrote quite a long time ago, and I thought it would be a perfect topic for us to discuss on the pod. So the, the, our topic today is 10 questions to ask and answer for a happier relationship. So some of this stuff may feel like a no-brainer, and then some of it, you know, when you stop to really, really think about it, you're like, oh, God, I don't know if I've ever really thought about that or dug that deep in my relationship. So 10 questions. So I want you to ask them of yourself and of your relationship and or have your partner uh, discuss them with you too if if that is something that you guys do, like if you converse about it. Mm. Of course, I would love for you to get as many people listening to the podcast as possible.
1: I know. We have a good time. Yeah. Hopefully everybody else does too.
0: Yeah. It's been, yeah, we have a good time. Okay. So... I think one of the things that happens a lot of times in relationships is, is and it's very, very common, and most of us do it subconsciously. We don't even really consciously think about it. But we think, okay, well, if my partner would just get their shit together or if he would do this or if she would do that, then we would be happy, right? And so we're always kind of looking at if the things they could do better to make you happy. So I want, you know, as I'm always doing, I'm always pushing people to look inward right because if you haven't noticed you can't make your partner do anything so you might as well look to the things you can do and be the best partner inside your relationship um and really be the type of spouse or partner that you can really be proud of no matter what they are doing right so the first thing i want you to ask yourself is how would i respond to me and this is one of my favorites and this usually is applicable more during uh like a heated argument uh talking about an issue that the the two of you might be working on or something that you might want rectified in the relationship. A lot of times we get so spun out about the thing that we want changed that we completely disregard how we're delivering that information. So think about the last time you spoke to your spouse, the last time you, you delivered information to them, whatever it was. If you were on the receiving end, how would you respond to you? Would you be like, yay, I can't wait to work on that? Or would you want to like run and hide? Uh, so get really get really conscious about that. What? How are you delivering information? And um, this kind of leads me into number two. You look like you were going to say something.
1: No, no, I'm just listening. You're just chilling? I'm just uh, taking it in.
0: You're feeling the vibe.
1: Yeah, I'm just chilling.
0: Forget about it.
1: Forget about it. <laughs> Hanging out over here.
0: Hanging out over here.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my God. All right. So number two, and this is similar. It's kind of along the same lines. But if I was him or her, would I hear me right now? All right. So are you communicating with your partner when they are actually able to really hear you? Mm-hmm. Are they ready to talk? Are, and we've talked about this a lot. You know, like communicate with me when I'm ready And able To be what you need You know Are you communicating At a time When they can really absorb What you're expressing Because again Like I said We'll get all geared up We're ready to address address The issue But the other person Just isn't in the space To really hear you And uh, Maybe they are involved In something else At the moment Maybe they're exhausted Maybe they just got home Maybe Maybe they're
1: watching An NFL game
0: Right Maybe they're watching Sopranos Right You know And that's one thing That we've had to communicate Over the years It's like when, when you're watching TV, it's like not the time to discuss something, but one of the things that we've learned is that we will really speak out whatever we're needing. So I'll say, can you pause it for a second? And then I'll say, uh, I've got something I want to talk to you about. Let me know when you're available instead of just launching into it and like completely disregarding what you're doing with your time. Right. And so I always say just because you get empowered and are ready to deliver some information that's been hard for you doesn't mean that they're able to hear you. So like set them up for success, you know, yeah, That makes sense. And just request. That's what we kind of both do, mm-hmm. you know. And I've, ca- I've caught you a couple of times, too, when you're like, are you in the middle of something? And you'll really because you, you used to be a lot like, can you just help me for, for a second?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: It, it'll only take a second. I'm like, it doesn't matter if it'll take a second. I'm doing something else. I'm
1: already in the middle of something. Yeah. 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 I respect that.
0: And so we've had to, we've had to kind of work that out a little bit. Where, mm-hmm. um, it, and really, what it is is it's respect. It's saying whatever you've got going on, even if it's relaxing, unwinding, lounge time, your time is equally as important as mine is. You know, and it's about respecting each other. That's right.
1: I'm just looking for a little respect over here. Oh, see. <laughs> I set him up <laughs> he and you set, knock him down. He set me up. Oh yeah?
0: Number three, this is, this is one of those that I want everybody out there to use this as a topic of conversation with your partner. Number three, what does my partner want? When was the last time though that you actually really asked your partner? You know, we think that if we're sharing something and then, you know, our partner kind of tunes this out, then they must be completely over the relationship or, um, you know, we make assessments based off of of surface conversation, right? So like, say somebody comes home, like say you come home and I launch right into like, how's your day? How's it going? And you, you like don't want to talk, right? Right. Like you don't. Not ready to. Right. And spew and I assume that I know what you want like he doesn't he doesn't want to be a part of this he doesn't want to talk to me he doesn't want to you know communicate with me about his day I don't you know he doesn't want to be really a part of this relationship but the reality might be that you just need some unwind time yeah. like give me a second when i walk through the door so i think assumptions can be really deadly in relationships so if you're assuming that you know what your partner wants like even if it was something that they used to want when they were younger um or you know like when do you actually sit down and have a candid conversation with each other so about, you're saying
1: to ask them yeah what they what they what they need Ask, I don't know, ask them but,
0: what they want mm-hmm. And here's the thing Do it in a ton of different areas So It could possibly be about That particular hot button issue That you've been at odds about But what about what they want Out of life For their future What do they want Out of your relationship What do they desire um, What do they want in their career What do they want for your family What do they want for you you know like you've you've expressed to me like this is i thought you wanted one thing in particular and you're like i just want you to be happy and i'm like really cuz it's coming off like this and then we've mm-hmm. had a conversation about that's
1: it that's true that's true these are good i like these
0: yeah yeah so it's just something to to really converse about because a lot of times we get caught up in the immediacy of things you know and we'll be uh, it's all operations it's getting the kids to school it's getting this paid for it's making sure that we hang out with this family at this day when do you sit down and go what do you really want for our family
1: right I think that has its place too I think a lot of guys aren't I I mean I'm speaking for men in general I guess but we're not like ready to tackle those conversations a lot of the time Mm -hmm. like we're not ready to get deep so it has to be, like, one of those, like, reflective, deep moments. Right, you exactly. Know, when that comes out and you can be candid and really get into that conversation. I think just, you know, in general, it, if you just came up to me and said, what do you want out of life? I'd be like, right now? Yeah, like, exactly. You know? But that
0: goes to the other one is, like if it, can my my spouse hear me right now right. are they able to absorb right. this content right. this re, this type of conversation are they able right you know and that's a piece of ownership that you've got to take you know but yeah it's totally like a let's be out at dinner date night type of question mm-hmm. it's not right as it, you're going to bed type of thing
1: another thing that um that i noticed i don't know how this fits into all this but when uh when people ask me a question it's not necessarily to hear what my answer is. It's so that they can say what they wanted to say. Yeah. Right? That's a great point. They're not listening to me. They don't really want to know the answer. They wanted me to ask that question.
0: Right. It's like a self-serving thing. Right. 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 Yeah. And some of these are are going to be you know, kind of on that? hit okay. on that a little right. bit. Yeah, but that's so true, and I'm glad you brought that up um, because th- there is something that's really, really precious about... Curiosity
1: Mm -hmm. about
0: genuinely, like enveloping yourself with curiosity, so that you're like, "What is it like for my partner?" Right. You know, instead of having an agenda. We yeah, we spend so much time worrying about our own comfort, our discomfort, our our security, our safety, our peace of mind. You know, our time. You know, we're we're just egocentric people to begin with, right? Like we we caretake for ourselves. So. If you just like let go of that, almost like step outside of yourself and like look view your spouse almost like you're watching a movie. Like, what's going to happen next? Mm. What are they really into? Where's this plot going to go? What's this character development like? Am I mm, such a right. such yeah, a budding yeah. actress right now?
1: You're a drama queen. I am. I. <laughs> I'm
0: I'm totally available for representation. By the way, anybody out there? <laughs> no, you need I need an agent. No, I really. It's just truly something that. I have fun with, and you know, I like to I joke. I don't know. About I it. don't know.
1: I think there's a little piece of you that really wants that.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, I would love it, but I definitely feel I wouldn't turn it down. That's for damn sure. But. Right. I couldn't walk away from this work. Oh, yeah. Like this for, for sure. me is like what I'm meant to do. And it's a big piece of my fulfillment.
1: And yeah, stuff, absolutely. So. That's awesome.
0: All right. So number four, how does my partner feel about this? So this one is kind of along the same lines as, as you know, what do they want? And this, again, might be something that you have to be really sensitive to. Are they in a space to really talk about how they feel? And that might be, you know, something that you have to broach gently if your person you're partner doesn't tend to talk about feelings a lot Um, but how does your partner feel about the the issue that you've been arguing about whatever that is about you know where your kids are going to go to school or if you're going to you know raise them in a religion or losing weight or whatever like tons of different things inside your relationship that you could be at odds about Uh, how, how do they feel about it? Right? Like just you, you might know their stance, but how do they feel about you? the two of you being at odds? How do they feel when you speak to them? How do they feel about your relationship? You know, one of the things that I think is pretty amazing about where you and I have gotten our relationship to is I feel like I know you so well that I could say, I think he feels like this. Right. You know, But we still check in with each other. We don't ever take that for granted. right? Um, and still try to stay curious.
1: Something else to add here is I notice you're using the word feel quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people that feel and there's people that think. Yeah. Right? Um, so I find that if I know I'm talking to somebody who's pretty analytical, I'll say, what are your thoughts on mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. What do you think about blah, blah, blah. Instead of how do you feel about cause it? doesn't really resonate with them. Yeah. So if they're feeling people, you can say feel and, you know, words that yep. inspire feelings. Um, but if they're more heady mm-hmm. and, um, analytical, you might want to go with think or thought.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that also, that's a great point too. And I think it really depends on what type of person you are. Like I, would absolutely never be able to be with a man who couldn't talk about his emotions and his feelings because I operate only in that category. Like, you know, I definitely <laughs> no, really, I, I'm, really, I'm a, I'm you a thinker. do. Okay, I had a four point oh. I was an honors student. I was
1: going to say you think plenty.
0: Yeah, I definitely am a thinker, but I am an emoter. Like, I want to be in my emotions. I want to feel things constantly. Yeah. So um it, that goes you know I actually was speaking we actually had our guest caller a few weeks ago who was talking about that that wasn't first nature for her partner. Oh that's right. So she had to kind of like but it was a deal breaker. It was something he needed to work on. Right. But again, it's all it, it like everything in due time, due process, like figuring out how it can work for both of you to discuss that. If it's something that's new terrain for them and they're not used to talking about how they feel, like go lightly, like take some baby steps. Um, yeah. But the, yeah, I love yeah. that. Great point. Number five, this one is one of my favorites, and a lot of times people go, oh, shit, <laughs> with this one, and it is, when I talk to my partner, do I sound like I'm speaking to somebody I love? Mm. I love to say, if there was uh, like a hidden microphone in your, in your household, would, if the people were listening to it, would they have any idea that the two people speaking were actually in love?
1: No, I really do feel like I'm in the mafia.
0: <laughs> you bug my phones over I got here. Got some bugs over here.
1: <laughs> what the fuck is you gonna do? Just say anything with "over here" at the end. Over here. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Forget it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! I hope that's not like copyright infringement or anything. Oh come on! No, is that like
1: I... singing "Happy Birthday"? You have to pay royalty.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. So would it be really clear? Would it be clear? Like, okay, those those are lovers. Those are people who got married because they love one another. Right. Like during our uh, all of the elections and all the political stuff, I kept thinking if everybody keeps talking to each other, talking to the other sides like you, they're such idiots. Right. And they're not doing anything right. I always thought like, yeah, that really makes me want to listen to your point of view. Right. Like, like, really? Come on. So if if somebody were to overhear you guys do you speak to each other like you care about each other, right? Th- the deal is we mo- uh, most of us, what we really, really, truly want is we just want to be heard. And so most likely your partner does too. And the best way to do that is with kindness. So if you're pissed, like take some time to cool down, address your is- issue when uh, you can be kind and speak your truth and when your partner is really able to hear you. Right. So it's kind of you have to pre- create these situations sometimes because um, it doesn't always happen organically where you're each. And that's why you and I, we just ask for it. Like, we, I really need to run something by you. When are you available?
1: Mm-hmm. So what would you do if someone uh, had their partner that was always saying, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And they never really. That's just an avoidance.
0: Yeah, well, and that that can be a very real issue. So I would say um, to say that in the moment, like, um, I'll be really honest. I feel like you're you're always kind of putting it off to another time. Again, with kindness, saying it nicely, not like you you always put me off. You would never <laughs> want to address it because that's what people usually do. Right. You you feel victimized in some way, so you cast negativity and blame and make it the other person's fault. Mm. So just calmly say, I I do really honestly feel like sometimes you don't want to hear what I have to say, and so would it be possible, can we nail down a time? What about tonight at nine? What about after you get home, or after we take the kids to soccer, or on our drive to San Diego, or whatever, can nail down a specific time?
1: Mm, That's good.
0: Quantifiable. I like it. Number six, and this is kind of what you were talking about before, um... Am I truly prepared to listen? So most of the time we aren't really ready to listen. We're just ready to deliver. Yeah. Like you were talking about earlier. So have you gotten yourself so worked up about something you want to address that you're already expecting a specific response? Mm -hmm. Are you really, truly ready to collaborate? Are you ready to listen to how they feel, how they think, what they want? You aren't in this relationship by yourself. So, you know, check yourself. Are you going into this just to get them to be different, get, get them to change? Or are you ready to really collaborate? Right. You know, we kind of do like a bargaining in a lot of ways. Like when we had um, the Maccles over last night, our little deal, I said, okay, I'll make a deal. I'll buy all the dinner for us if you'll make it and then I'll do all the dishes. And we were like, okay, yeah, that works.
1: Yeah, it worked out.
0: So, um, but if I would have been like, here's how it's going to go. And didn't leave any room for you to go, hey, I would love if you would maybe do this or that. Because or, you said I would be up for cooking. And I said, okay, well, would it be cool then if I, I'll buy the stuff then for us. Right. So, yeah, it totally worked out. Yeah. But are you really prepared to collaborate or are you just wanting to give orders around your relationship? Get get,
1: get your end of the deal. Yep. Yep.
0: Your agenda. Be ready to hear them. Uh, Number seven. What is the most important thing to my partner? all right so this seems like a no-brainer but this is another like real these are like good date night get to know you let's excavate our relationship a little bit more type of questions okay so uh like you said being aware that they're like are you ready to discuss something of this magnitude you know uh so i can't tell you really how many people don't really know really know their partner really well uh and maybe they, maybe they used to and now a lot of things have changed and you know, since you've had kids or since you've had career changes or maybe even religious changes you don't really know what the most important thing to them is do they know about like, your spiritual, spirituality beliefs um, how you feel about global warming how you feel about all sorts of different things Like, do you know that about your partner so get in the habit again this is the curiosity plate piece but get in the habit of curiosity like, get to know them. Ooh, what was their day like? What lights them up? What are they dreaming of? What's their favorite color? You know? That like, sounds
1: so seventh grade.
0: It does, right? But, but some people don't know. You're right. But it's your, you're telling me this is your soulmate, this is your best friend, this is your life partner, and you can't tell me what their fucking favorite food is or their, their favorite color
1: Right. Those the, are, the
0: outfit they feel the most sexy in when those they go are the out. The basics, yeah. Right, like that's part of knowing somebody. Favorite sexual positions. You, you can know, get all s- sorts of shit.
1: You can get so caught up in everything that you're doing in life that you kind of just go day by day. Yeah. You know, and you put um, out fires. Right, and this is a good way to uh, get ahead of the game and really know who who you're living with and who you're sharing life with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In fact, quite a few years ago, um, Mr. Smith made me a list of like a hundred things I don't know about you. And it was all different topics. Like some was related to spirituality, some was related to politics, some was related just to like household things. And we would just take a couple of these questions and I kept it like in a printout and I kept it in my purse and we would just take these out to dinner with us and we'd go through a couple of questions. And one of them was like, what are your thoughts on global warming? what's the deal why are you so adverse to leftovers (laughs) you know remember that you're like what's your deal with leftovers (laughs) and um, so just stuff like that where we genuinely got to know each other on a different level it's like there's still 16 years later there's still stuff I'm like I didn't know that about you
1: oh yeah I totally have been there
0: Uh, number eight what have I not said that my partner deserves to know oh my notes on this say, "Hmm, yeah, you know what I'm talking about." That's all I wrote.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a deep one. I bet you that's that's probably the hardest one on that list. To, it to probably, really...
0: yeah. But there, um, it, it, I, we're going to tie back to this a little bit with number ten, so I'll I'll talk about that. But yeah, um, eight. I don't think you need me to tell you. You probably it's probably something you already know. So anyway, call yourself out. Get clear on that. Number nine, how can I set my partner up for success? And a lot of this is kind of, you know, similar to what we've talked about. Um, But really, truly, like, are you your partner's number one fan or are you their biggest obstacle? when we were just talking about this when they pull in and see your car in the driveway are they excited or are they kind of a little bit bummed like shit my wife's home shit my husband's home like are you their obstacle or your number one fan you know how do you speak to them to other people do you rave about them are you you know are you so impressed with what they're doing and you want to share all their accomplishments and are you proud of them or do you act like they're this big ass like huge burden um Watch the energy and the vocabulary that you envelop your relationship with. It creates your reality. If you're constantly referring to your partner as like the warden or, uh, you know, my old man or the fuck face or whatever, like something awful, I've heard it. it. Um, Guess what? You're going to find more evidence of that. Mm -hmm. It's the energy that you are cloaking your relationship with. So watch it.
1: We've done another podcast on that one, actually.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then number 10, this is another one of my favorites and kind of similar to what we were talking about with number eight. What do my friends know about my relationship that my partner does not know?
1: You're talking about sewing circles now.
0: Yep. So not fair to discuss all of your issues with your besties and your therapist and your coach, but refrain from speaking your truth to your partner. So oftentimes they have no idea what you really want and need from them unless you have spelled it out really clearly, really articulately and in a calm and kind manner. All of those things are extremely important to be present. It's not about screaming at them and then hurling your shoes at their head and saying, oh, I've told them how I feel. Like that's – they're not capable of hearing you, okay? If there are any areas where you are not happy – that would be a total surprise to your partner, guess what? That's on you. You owe it to them to speak your truth and be honest about what you do and don't want and need inside your relationship.
1: That's one of those ones that's really hard to do, but once you've done it, yeah. you know there might be a period of of turmoil, mm-hmm. but it always works out for the best. Always.
0: Well, and it's like that age-old... Quote Whatever you resist persists Mm. You're like I really don't want to tell him About that issue in the bedroom I really don't want to tell him That I'm ready for kids I really don't want to tell him That I spent all that money Or That Or Vice versa Or whatever <laughs> then it's going to build up and it's going to fester. Most of the time, if you handle it right away, it's a lot better. Yeah. And I can't tell you, as a coach, how many times people have expressed something to me about their partner, and I have turned around and said, Just tell him that. Just tell her that. That's all you got to do. Just say that. A lot of our conflict in our relationship would be completely avoided if we just said what we really meant to the right person instead of the best friends and all those people
1: yeah, yep
0: so if if they would be surprised to hear your conversation with your best friend or they'd be surprised to hear about your conversations with your therapist or coach or whatever then that's on you my friend I always say set them up for success if they don't have any idea what to be for you then good fucking luck like that's on you man yeah so that is that's just about it for now wow Um, yeah, so those are ten questions to to help you kind of have a happier relationship and, and really own your piece in the matter. I love it. Yeah? Yeah. We should do I some think, of these.
1: I th- we should. We should go through those again. Yeah. Um, I think these are great tools for people to help them on a daily basis yeah. with communication because that's the biggest barrier for in a relationship. Totally. It's just this these little simple things right here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and um, I do want to make mention to you guys too. If you're, if again, if you're new to the show, I've got tons of awesome freebies for you over at thejoyjunkie.com. There's a complete life and love digital kit, so you can get stuff that's you know basic life coaching stuff as well as relationship based um, ebooks and and all sorts of awesome things. I'm always
1: surprised at how much you give away. I know, even in the podcasts, you know, like you give a lot of out, but you have so much that. It's I do. Play.
0: I do. And you know what? Actually, I want to mention too. I have, um, I'm going to do my very first low cost, uh, like a hu- a pretty huge class. Oh, yeah. You're so I'm going class. to be able to, because it's going to be, um, you know, more digital and things like that. I'll mm-hmm. be able to accommodate a lot more people and I can keep the price lower. So that's going to open September 17th and that's called Badass Boot Camp and it's a life based uh uh, program so it's not particularly about relationships although it will apply to anything. Badass boot camp. Badass boot camp boop, bitches. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, so it's going to be a 21-day course to making this life your bitch. So it's going to be my <laughs> my <laughs> that's richest your tagline? that's my tagline. I love it. My um it's going to be a lot of my most potent and intense Um, And most transformational tools and techniques That I have from my my practice And my other programs and things like that So look for that If you go to com Slash boot camp You can actually get your name On a very special list To know about the early birds And the bonus and all of that stuff So get on that And like always we would love to hear from you If you want to swing by the podcast page And um, let us know any topics you'd like to hear We're always listening Um, Yeah yeah.
1: Yep. Cool. Always. Always looking for those comments.
0: So thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I know we're always telling you we want to hear from you, but, um, but we do hear from, hear from our listeners and it yeah. always warms our heart. And we're so honored to have this sacred, sacred part of your life. Really? Um, it's true. we know that everybody's busy and, and it means so much to us that you tune in. So, With that being said, here is to loving and living your most badass life.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.